Mr. Dale's Opportunity Maker is specifically designed to create a perfect opportunity for Mr. Dale's to provide his class opportunities to demonstrate their learning. The sleek, ergonomic website creates perfect questions for any topic, theme, book, or movie. Sign up using the code GIVEOWENAA, that's G-I-V-E-O-W-E-N-A, capital A, right now, and use this fantastic website for free at www.mrdalesopportunity.ca. Sign up today. Previously on Serial. Whilst your understanding of the United States media and their oversaturated nature, you'd perhaps side with Adnan being guilty. Experiencing the broken judicial system, the absolute sanitation of the media has caused the North Korean people to believe some truly bizarre things. Sarah's perfect, if unintentional, way she manipulates us can be dazzling at some times. Dazzling to the point of entrancing. And when one is entranced, one does not notice the omissions, the convenient outliners that just so happen to fit the narrative perfectly. But not us. We are serial. We are proud and we've spent too much money to back down now. But how? Or why does she do this? Perhaps a few examples of omissions and inclusions can help straighten things out. She omits certain societal values as well, like dependability. In a podcast talking about a relatively anonymous case, you depend on Sarah to present a feeling of equality in the way she phrases her scripts, as there is no other way for the average viewer, especially the average American, to fact-check or have the will to fact-check, as a listener having personal knowledge to know these claims are exaggerated means that personal manipulation is very unlikely. It is also unlikely as Americans are not as motivated as others to search for the real truth, as their fast-paced, no-breaks lifestyle does not make such actions worth it. And Sarah knows this, and uses it to her full advantage, almost acting as a shield or safety limit, knowing that her lie or potential lie can only stretch so far, and to stay in the realm of believability, she ensures that the bond between the listener and her is intact, and thus the dependence is formed, even stronger as trust and dependency are intrinsically linked. If you have trust that one will deliver on their task, you can depend on one to finish said task with the quality and finished product you expect. The same should apply for the way she presents the facts in her podcast, but that simply isn't the case, and should be in a medium such as this, as this is advertised as informative, and all informative media should not have bias. She hides the societal values to ensure that the audience takes her side on the argument that Adnan is innocent in her podcast. The listener depends on this information in her podcast to be correct, thus they have no reason to doubt that Adnan is innocent, as that is what Sarah heavily implies. Yet, because the audience knows this podcast is for educational purposes, they wouldn't suggest the answer to be so black and white. Alas, they have doubt in the back of their mind that Adnan is in fact guilty, and this is exactly what Sarah wants. She occasionally sprinkles little hints of doubt in the beginning of episodes, just enough to ensure the viewer takes her side that Adnan is innocent, but also enough to cause them internal conflict, causing the viewer to gain interest. She also omits positivity, as positivity emits the feeling of victory. Of There's no reason to try or care. We've won this. And this is the last thing Sarah wants, as the, that feeling of positivity would go completely against the feeling of hopeless negative curiosity she wants her audience to feel. Now, she wants her audience to feel this way for one simple reason. Interest. Humans are naturally attracted to the morbid, the tragic. Psychologists speculate the cause of this morbid curiosity all humans share is because of our wish for six things. 
strength, catharsis, reality, exploration, acceptance, and meaning. Sarah knows this as well. She knows that if she cannot keep her audience intrigued based on those factors and the level of injustice prevalent in the case, the audience will lose interest. And that is exactly what positivity would do if mixed into the podcast and exactly why Sarah omits it entirely. The inclusion of injustice as a hook I found particularly interesting. For example, think of a movie scene that made you cry. The Green Mile, Up, Interstellar, or maybe Pave It Forward. Whilst all these movies are brilliant and completely different, the moment you cry, the moment you transcend the silver screen into real life depends on two things. One of those is injustice, and the other is the reaction of the characters. What Sarah can do is generate interest through injustice. Shakespeare did it, the ancient Greeks did it, every successful movie did it. Why not do it yourself? When the financial success of your podcast depends on interest, you want as much interest as possible. And Adnan's case is perfect. The way Sarah presents it is perfect. It's why she wants us to take Adnan's side as any other side would make it seem as if justice had been done. And that positive outlook completely kills the interest in Sarah's podcast, as it would any emotional tension in any of the films I mentioned previously. Thus, explaining why she omitted positivity. Although, to make up for the lack of positivity in the podcast, she uses good humor to perhaps take the awkward feeling left in the air when talking about such a dark topic. If it was all doom and gloom, no one would enjoy it. If it was just depressing subject matter, no one would enjoy it or find anything interesting, as be- just being sad isn't entertaining, most of the time. People don't seek out entertainment to purposely make them feel sad. It would also reflect poorly on Sarah, as her story wouldn't seem very grounded. With such a heavy emphasis towards the emotions she wants her listeners feeling, that would look rather suspicious, so she balances the dark side of her podcast with the funny yet unnecessary sections, like the streaker whose clothes were taken by the cop. Whilst unnecessary, it grounds the story and again builds our trust with Sarah, making it less likely for us to question our bias, thus we believe Adnan is innocent, and thus we are more intrigued with the story because of the injustice of Adnan's case. Finally, she uses compassion to persuade the audience to take her compassionate outlook on Adnan's situation, always pitying him how fair his fate was, drastically orientating the audience to her side through other core media concepts like the two we've already talked about. Media messages are constructed using creative language with its own rules, and different people experience the same media message differently. Whilst I've already explained in detail what the purpose of using those types of media concepts in her podcast are, episode 1 and 2, give him a listen if you haven't already, already, weirdo. Her inclusion of compassion is relevant to those concepts, as well as this one, as the overwhelming levels of compassion she makes you feel for Adnan is the catalyst for the injustice you feel during the podcast. Everyone would hate that such a young and nice man had, had his life thrown away. And yet what makes it worse is how the judicial system is broken, how Adnan's lawyers very likely threw the case for more money. No lawyers or prosecutors use legitimate alibis. All the evidence of the phone was of phone records and of one unreliable witness. All these factors lead to the listener feeling a large amount of injustice, but also intrigue. Interest to see if injustice is served. Interest in discovering the instigators of this injustice. And this interest is exactly what Sarah wants, as her medium depends on this interest. Which is why Sarah's usage of the core media concept, media have embedded values and points of views, is so important to the interest and therefore success of her podcast. As her clever omissions and inclusions of societal values into her podcast ensure that the audience builds a trust and dependency on her, 
and only her. With the facts of this case made intriguing by the sense of injustice she happily implies since the start of the podcast, and she knows that this injustice in the Adnan Syed case is the only reason the case is interesting, and thus must present it in the way she can most heartbreakingly present the injustice of the case to her audience for maximum interest. I'd like to give a special thanks to the people who helped make this podcast possible. Owen Locke for researching. Uh, I'd like to thank Owen Locke for fact-checking. I'd like to thank Owen Locke for writing the script. I'd like to thank Owen Locke for the narration. And I'd like to thank Owen Locke for editing this fantastic series. Thank you.